Hello and welcome to Ismain is a podcast. I am one of your hosts, Omar Lopez, and I am joined with someone who's never been to a party. Josh Hemo. I really hope one day someone will invite me. I just don't understand why I don't get invited places. Uh, I think what you should do, Josh, if you really want to get invited to a party, is you you go mm-hmm. to a mirror and you look at yourself. Okay. And you think really hard on why people aren't invited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you why, but I want you to maybe some self-reflection. I mean, it's hard when I break every single mirror I look into, so. Oh, it's a sad life you live. But it is. It really is. It's just a curse that you're going to have to deal with. Not on company time, <laughs> right? Uh, if for those of you who don't know, we are a podcast that basically watches SpongeBob, finds nice little life lessons for you, and uh, shares them with you. And also just enjoys it, you know? Yeah. You enjoy it sometime. Um, and this week, we are going to watch Season 3, Episode 11, Party Pooper Pants, otherwise known as SpongeBob's House Party. Act 1 and 2. Ooh. Ooh. So yeah, this episode is going to be a little bit different just because it's really only basically a one-act episode. Um, they do kind of split it up, but it doesn't really have a different uh, storyline at all. So re- this might be a shorter... Uh, this means a podcast episode, too. Just a little so. treat. But yeah, here's the synopsis. Patchy is throwing a party, and it reminds him of the time SpongeBob threw a party, so we get to see how both their parties go. That's basically the whole synopsis. Nice. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what happens in the episode. Um, to get us started, Josh, I want to ask you, yeah. since this is about parties, have you ever thrown a party that you think did not go well? I don't think I've thrown one that hasn't gone well. I think I've been pretty... I feel like most of the parties I've thrown have been pretty successful. They have. There's been parties I've thrown that haven't gone well for me. But that's because I'm a dum dum and drink too much or something and pass <laughs> out before everyone shows up before the party. So <laughs> you've had a party where you got too drunk before the party? Yeah. So in college, uh, I was. It's not really a gift. It's more it was a curse. I was like in charge oh, of for techies. techies. Yeah. And so there was a winter techies that we had that uh, me and Shannon Wallace, the other person, shout out. Um, we had our, had everything prepped like a couple hours before. <laughs> and so they were like, oh, let's just hang out. And it's the water house and like it's the big party house. Everyone that was living there was already drinking. So we were just like playing beer pong and whatever else. And I think by the time everyone showed up, I was like passed out in the front yard in the rocks. And she was passed out in her room because we oh. had drinking too much so that was but the party i heard went well i don't remember you being passed out in the rocks was i at that one i don't know i honestly don't know anything about that party that's true i'll probably ask fatima (laughs) later to see what what her uh, recollection yeah that would have been our junior year yeah oh your your senior year yeah oh yeah then i probably was definitely at it or i was going insane in the middle of my uh senior thesis Either way. Probably the second one. Yeah. How about you? Have you ever thrown a, like, a party that you weren't like happy with? At least, not that I know of. I think most of my parties I'm pretty satisfied with. Like A lot of the parties, the only parties I would say, like, oh, maybe it wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be, were like, more like in high school parties. Mm-hmm. Oh. I never really had a, I didn't really have a high school party phase. I'm, I'm not talking about like actual 
uh, high school parties. It's like, like, like I'm talking about like my birthday party. Oh, that like, like I would ask my mom to, to throw me. Yeah. And the only reason I would say that is because after a certain age, you just don't really know what to do. Cause like having a party with all your family is kind of weird and your friends. Cause then your friends have to meet your family. Yeah. And not that I am ashamed of either. It's just like, you just calling out your family right now. Weird. <laughs> no, it's like, like it is my, weird. my school get, life yeah. is my school life and I don't want my family to ha- meet like my friends not because I don't like either of them but more like I don't it's know a I don't I don't want them for both. I don't want them to observe me in like my my friendship mode. Yeah. You know when you you're when you're in high school you're a different person than when you are when you get home. Yeah. No definitely. Yeah. And I feel like that line is blurred now for like younger younger kids. But uh with the TikToks. But at, but at the time, I was like, I don't want any of that. So, like, yeah. I wouldn't say that those parties were bad because they were good parties. I just don't know if they were exactly what I wanted at the time. Well, on the other end of that, so what was, what's probably been the best party that you feel like you've thrown? Oh, my favorite still has to probably be, like, my karaoke birthday. That was good. Uh, that was cl- really good. Close second, I think, was our going away party when we were leaving Arizona. And the only reason I say close seconds because i like we had fun playing like beer pong and stuff like that and like in a new york apartment you can't really play a lot of drinking games anymore but the karaoke birthday was is is, i think is going to become like the new tradition for me in new york as far as my birthday goes because it's a fun way and um an easy way to do that we also have like a tradition of going to like the same bar every year for oh yeah so it works out yeah what about you um the winter techies that you don't the remember because <laughs> everyone else had fun. I honestly didn't really like any of the techies. I don't know. I always felt like techies was like a burden. I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy hosting those. And mostly because like there's always like weird drama. Someone was doing cocaine and ran off. I don't know what's going on. Um, Someone's crying in the bathroom. Exactly. Another person's throwing up. Another person's peeing outside. And then the police come. Stuff like that. Yeah. Not worth my time. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I was in Berkeley... Uh, our apartment was like the party apartment, I guess. But just because we're the only ones that wanted to have parties and stuff, <laughs> we threw a uh, we threw a really cool Christmas party. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, we did have a car- we actually had a karaoke party where we borrowed a mic from the theater and oh, set nice. up a whole karaoke system in our living room and made margaritas and like it was fun. That was a lot of fun. So like, those good. those parties are pretty good. That's good. Uh, so let's let's discuss the episode at hand. Let's compare the parties. So let's. I want to talk first about Patchy's party. He's okay. got some good uh, house guests. He does. Yeah. He has Longbeard. Uh, Minnie the Mermaid. Minnie the Mermaid, which yeah. I was. I saw her at the end, like holding her little swimming pool. But I'm like, did she die? Was she afraid that she was gonna <laughs> die in that moment, where he like pokes her little swimming pool and all the water leaks out? I would be afraid. She's like, I need this to live. <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh, yeah, but, like, I don't know. But that's another thing. Is that true? Do you think mermaids need water to live? I don't... If, I, if Disney I, I taught me anything, could, I would say no. Yeah. But I always said that I you know. could, like, exist mermaid... Like, a mermaid could exist outside of water. If we got a mermaid listening, can you let us know how much... Yeah. How much what is the ratio to water and oxygen can you actually have? I'm trying to remember that uh, Disney movie, I think it's like the 13th year. Is that, oh, am I wrong? Where the, where the he, guy where he, turns into a mermaid. Yeah, he finds yeah. out he's a mermaid. Like, did he need water? I think, didn't he turn into a mermaid because he was in water? Because yeah, he was a like swimmer. That. He was a swimmer, right? And every time he got into water, he turned into a mermaid or something like that. Yeah. Oh, 
I yeah, but even then, he I think he was existing just fine with that. Yeah, water. I thought so. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to really point out that I wish they would have kept canon. Well, I guess you can't really say it's not canon. So, so you see Neptune in other versions of SpongeBob, and he's kind of like a green skin yeah. color. But the Neptune in uh, Patchy's world is black, which is yeah. pretty fucking awesome. And pretty buff. Yeah, yeah, a buff black man. Yeah. That's how I want my Neptune to be. <laughs> it's more realistic. Like, a lot of, yeah, I thought Pachi's party, like, they had some really cool people. Even, like, the musical, all the musical guests that he wanted to come. Yeah. Like, that huge list. Some uh, of those are really Saltwater solid. Saltwater Sam. Yeah. Uh, Seaweed Shelly and the Cackling Turtle. There's one that really jumps out to me. I don't know if it jumped out for you, Josh, was Rusty Hinges and the Boys from the Brig. Yeah. <laughs> because if you see this image, and I'm pretty sure, like, again, I watched this episode pretty quickly, but I'm pretty sure it's a black man whipping white, white men people that are chained up. up. Yeah. And yep. I'm like, that is, that's reparations right there. <laughs> I don't know. I hope they knew what they were doing when they did that, or I don't know if they just were like, "Oh, I'd like to think that's much ahead of its time." And yeah, because be I like don't think that. Yeah, because they definitely, if they would have flopped the roles, that would have been very, very offensive. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, but but it makes me wonder, like, were they doing it on purpose, or like, oh, this is gonna be like subversive? It's gonna like flip. <laughs> it's gonna flip the narrative that this thing has done. But like, it was still like, I had to pause it, and I was like. This is a this is a black man whipping people in a ship. Jesus. <laughs> I never thought I would see this in this uh in, in SpongeBob. Yeah, in a cartoon, let alone anything. Yeah. And then uh SpongeBob's party, which I think was actually kind of lamer than Patchy's. I think so. I and I think it's it's weird. This is a side of SpongeBob that I know exists. Like his like Mm-hmm. anal retentive making sure everything has to be the way it is yeah but he was like sucking the fun out of everything and he was oh, just yeah. so unaware of it and that's it was so it was such a weird side of him do you think it's because he got that party planning kit do you think if he had not had the party planning kit he would have been fine i guess that's a question is like do you think this is his first party he's ever thrown and that and he didn't know any better oh i definitely think it was his first party he's ever yeah thrown. uh yeah so I think maybe it's a little bit of it, like the being the first party. He wants it to be really cool. Like when you throw your first party, you want to be like, oh yeah, I'm like yeah. You a want cool people person. to have fun. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I don't think it's necessarily that you want to look good. You want other people to enjoy themselves. I think. Yeah, but like having a schedule for parties and stuff. I think that's so that's so wild that he did that. Like I know as a kid, like we would do that. We're like, all right, everyone, it's time for the pinata, or then it's like time for cake, and then we're gonna go do the jumping castle and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't know. Now like I didn't go to a party, I'm like, there's no schedule. I'm gonna drink and hang out and do whatever and Yeah, I feel like a party should have like a rough schedule based on like when people get there. So like sometimes Fatima and I will have like a board game party and we'll have people over and like we don't get started on like certain games until other people show up just because like it's a lot easier to play uh betrayal house on the hill or whatever with like four people who are into it than like a group of six who are like already six beers in you know yeah no definitely that makes sense like catering around like both like the amount of people especially like board games and like video games and stuff like I don't want to. St- I don't want to like bust out like 
CTR when there's not like when there's more than like five or like six people like because you just have people standing around which is fine but like again it's less it's for me it's always less about what the game is it's the people mm-hmm. like I'm one of those people like I can play Monopoly I don't mind playing Monopoly um uh, but I know a person. lot of people <laughs> hate that like they hate Monopoly and I've also heard that you can play Monopoly in a faster way um that a lot of the reason it takes forever is because people don't play it correctly mm. but i've never played with someone who's like that hor- hardcore about it because either either way like monopoly is literally just some ml freaking mlg monopoly yeah. player yeah. yeah so it's like i don't know it's one of those things I'd, i'm very like open to having people like do like a ctr like mario kart party or like even um mario party is like another like game that is good but it all depends on who's with you because there's people who yeah. like, suck really like i would probably never play like mario party with like my mom like there are probably games that she'd be good at during mario party but it wouldn't be like competitive I it'd guess. be funny to watch though i guess that's the oh, other yeah. thing it's like it's entertaining for everyone else to watch that like i know when i'm not playing mario party i'm watching other people play it's like the mini games are like the fun part yeah or at the very end when someone steals a star i'm like yes this is what i need yeah when people like <laughs> The person who's like in last place suddenly becomes first place and exactly. like ruins it for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, but like I feel like the person, depending on the person, doesn't have fun like playing. Like there's something about being bad at a video game that just makes video games so boring. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like it, it's different than just being like, oh, like I could play Minecraft and I'm just getting bored just being playing Minecraft. And then being like, I don't know how to play it, and it makes me upset, and I don't want to play it because of that. Um, but I really want to talk about Lou, because I feel like Lou has the the saddest arc of the entire <laughs> episode. Is and it happens in a moment, a literal moment. He it's such a good visual cue, and he's just like, look at this picture I have of you when you first started, so young and full of hope. And then he pulls the picture away, and Lou's just got like. You know, five o'clock shadow and like looks Sad, depressed. Bags under his eyes. Yeah, he did get happy though when he kicked SpongeBob out. Yeah, when he offered him the free party get. But so I was like, do you think that just happens because of him working at? Which I'm I'm assuming this like bargain mart is the equivalent to like Walmart and Target, right? Yeah. So I was assuming if like any Walmart employee, like when you first get your job, might be like exciting, and then after like however many years, it's like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm Some tired people, it's of like after a week. People. Yeah, so I kind of I kind of understand where Lou's coming from. We all got days like that, you know. Yeah, I just I wanted to pour one out for Lou. <laughs> Shout out to Lou. He, he's the hardest working person in Bikini Bottom. <laughs> um, that party, the kit that he gives SpongeBob though, is kind of intense because like there's a lot of things in there, like all the decorations, like it had the step by step process. Like I wonder how much that was that he like gave away for free, basically. Oh, it's, it was probably worth every penny to yeah, not have SpongeBob, SpongeBob in there. <laughs> I I would I would venture to say that Lou hates SpongeBob more than Squidward does. I think you're right, and that's actually kind of saying a lot. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like the party kit, like, it had a lot of stuff in it, but it didn't. Well, at least what SpongeBob read, it didn't really say a lot about planning a party. It just said, "Oh, like when you have a pinata, you should be clever in how you fill it." And then SpongeBob did the weird thing by putting deviled eggs in it. And then it kind of said that it should you should make clotted cream or whatever, basically like whipped cream. Um 
and I'm I was like, wasn't okay, sure cool. why. Like, what was the point of making that cream? I have no idea. And then that it was a special kind of party. You should have invitations. You you should invite all your closest friends, and then an unsupervised party can lead to disaster. Which I feel like are all like super general party advice things, but yeah. like SpongeBob, I don't know where he got the idea that he needed this very, very tight list of things. Which is one of the lessons I got is like you have to be flexible when you're throwing a party. Yeah, you can't be too strict because that's going to People gonna aren't going to show up on time. No. So I was going to ask you that. Um, when either, so when you're hosting, do you prefer people to like show up early, on time, late? Like what, what's your preference with that? Uh, for me, I feel like I am more compatible with people who show up late mm-hmm. only because when I plan a party, I'm very, I do everything last minute. So like I'll go to the grocery store like right before I'll start cooking and doing any like little hors d'oeuvres like right before because I want it to be like fresh right when people show up. Yeah. Uh, But usually with my poor time management skills, I end up uh, like right to the wire or I'm like texting you, Josh, like, hey, can you pick up uh, limes from my guacamole that I forgot to grab? Like stuff like that. Always late. <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it's good to have a good mix because it's really nice when you have like, I think the better, like the friendship you have with the person, like the earlier you should be um, within reason. Like no one likes, I don't think anyone like, wants people to show up like 30 minutes early no. to anything. But like if you show up early and you're like, Hey, do you want me to come over or do you want me to come over earlier while like, you get ready and you I can help you help. like Yeah. 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 So that's that makes really sense. nice. But I, I I just want people to show up when it's appropriate for them. I and guess. then on the reverse side, so when you're going to a party, how do you feel about what what time do you feel like you should show up? Well, I've always been told not always been told, I read somewhere that it's very smart to show up to a party um as one of the first guests, especially oh. if you don't know people. Okay. Because a and then this is Oh, this is a pet peeve of mine. This would be the only lesson that anyone should learn from this episode. And is if you're at a party and you're hosting a party, introduce everyone. If you don't introduce at least one person to another person and or like when they enter the room or something like that, like you got to I got a bone to pick with you. All right. I don't care what who's listening to this. It could be Barack Obama. <laughs> I got lots of bones to pick with him. Anybody. <laughs> SpongeBob himself. I'll say you better introduce that's, people when that's they. Why put, that's why you get the name tags. I do like the name tags idea, but I think it's weird in like a setting where it's like more of a friendly party. Yeah, it not feels like very a, networky. A business thing. Yeah. yeah. For me, I always like. I'm like I always get like weird social anxiety if I'm like one of the first people to show up because I'm like I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just sit here and wait. Like it's better to be a little late and people already there so i'd be like all right i could just join in and see what people are doing yeah instead of being like the first person being there like all right i guess i'll just (laughs) just uh i'll just sit here and shoot with the host i guess like i said it all depends on who's hosting yeah um but they say the reason that you should show up early is so that way you don't get forced out like of clicks you don't have like clicks don't form the clicks form with you there which Again, like I feel like uh, friendlier people, um, less socially anxious people are very good at like, oh, just coming in and be like, hey, I want to talk to this person and talk to this group. Yeah. I feel like I've been However, pretty lucky yeah. about that. I yeah. haven't been to a lot of parties where it's gotten super clicky because even like the big parties like in college and stuff, like you could just jump from group to group. It wasn't like super clicky or anything like that. But no, I find like uh, 
college it was a lot easier in my opinion but it's probably because yeah. i knew i knew more people in the groups but also like i didn't give two shits about someone who i didn't know yeah so i could have been like i just go up to them like hey man whatever like i don't care because like we all know you're just here for the free booze you exactly know? um whereas like in adulthood I've gone to more and more parties where I've been just increasingly frustrated with the hosts and it like really actually affects whether or not I want to come again. And I'm not trying to blame white people, but a lot of these parties where I don't get introduced to people, white people, always <laughs> white people. <laughs> Every party, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I know white people are very proper. They basically wrote the book on etiquette. Maybe you just got like rude friends. Uh, probably and yeah. again i wouldn't say some of these people are friends <laughs> I'd say acquaintances but um but yeah i mean like even people i've known at like parties where i'm like oh i'm like the only other person there and i'm not like super close with them like i'm very much when i'm at a party and i'm i try to accommodate other people i'm like i don't know this person or i know this person so let's try to bring like another person in this group and introduce other people to people i know already yeah yeah but I don't know. I feel like some parties, it's a real mess. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, it's, and that's, yeah, I think it's a lot on the host. I know, like, hosting parties for me, it's like, I do end up jump, jumping from group to group. But that's because I, like, want to check in with everyone, see how everyone's doing. I'm not, like, trying to bring, like, ask people, like, oh, have you met blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm a, I guess I haven't really thrown a party where a lot of people haven't known each other. Yeah. But, so like, I guess that's, that's the weird part. It's less. I think because well, having done a lot of like group mixing, Fatima is very against group mixing. I mm-hmm. am all for it. Um, I find it more like, okay, here's so-and-so who's friendly, who can talk to anyone. And here's so-and-so who maybe is a little bit shy. Let's put them together and like, hey, talk to each other right now. And like, then it's their responsibility as guests to just like shoot the shit until yeah. I come back, right? I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, like, if I come back and I see that it's a little bit quiet, then it's my job as the whole host to, like, bring some life. That. Yeah, yeah, to, like, to say, hey, let's, maybe we want to do a party game. Do we want to do a drinking game? Who wants to take shots? Like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But um, most of the time, I feel like it's, like, 80% host. And honestly, I 80% sounds like a lot, but it's literally, like, Hi, have you met so and so? This is so and so. So and so. This is so and so. Hi, everyone. Like so and so just arrived. Yeah, like, it's just passing comments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like being like, oh, oh, Josh, did you know that so and so likes our podcast? And then you have something to talk about for at least fifteen minutes while I go, like, uh, cry in the corner or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Read into a paper bag for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Go check on the coat closet. <laughs> Um, Gary was doing a good job in that coat closet. Oh, he had all those tips. Yeah, he had a little yeah. tip jar. I was, I was like, impressed. who's tipping him? Yeah. Do you think and, that they just put the, like, Spongebob put money in the jar, or Gary put money in the jar to, like, because sometimes people do that with the tip oh, jars. Yeah. You put a little money so it looks like, all right, other, other people, people tipped. tipped. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I the only hope. person I really, like, again, the whole timeline with uh, Spongebob was really, threw me off because, like, it was very like clear when Patrick arrived, very clear when Squidward and Mr. Krabs arrived, and then everyone else is just there all of a sudden. And like especially Scooter, he's like, now talk to Scooter. And he had like the little uh conversation cards. Yeah. Which I don't think work ever. No. Again, like I think he treated this very much like a professional mixer. Like I've been to like a couple professional mixers before. 
And that's like the vibe where it's like everything's scheduled. And like now we're going to talk about certain things. We're going to have little topics and stuff. Which is just like hella boring, right? Yeah, I don't Whenever, know. Everyone wanted to dance and like have a good time. I've never done a professional mi- uh, mixer in a like long time. But I feel like it should just be very straightforward. It's like, all right, everyone, let's say what you all do. And then uh, raise your hands if you're open to someone giving you their business card. Mm. <laughs> Everyone line up. We'll just please, hand each other business cards. Please enjoy yourself to the free alcohol. Or the free like snacks. A, you should have like confetti and then you start going from there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never been to a mixer like that. I want I want it to be just like that. It's just like, okay, uh, here's Omar, he's a cinematographer. Um, here's his here's a quick clip of his reel. All right, there you go. Uh, if anyone wants to talk Shots. to Omar, he's gonna be in Shots. that corner. <laughs> and then I'm over there with like my beer. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, um, I th- it's. I think it's. It depends, I guess, on how large the mixer and stuff is, and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you feel about some of those the stuff that he did have on the list, like as far as activities go? So like reading from corner. The, uh, reading from the comics is dumb. Yeah. It's like it. One comics are a visual medium. Yeah. Uh, but what what else did he have? You said yeah, like. The, uh, like crafty corner name tag distribution yeah like cracker eating and uh tongue twister contest at the same time i think that would be interesting I'd, I mean, I'd watch that that would be fun but yeah. again i feel like you don't have to schedule all those things like that's i think like, the, list, naturally. the list should be like i'm ready to jump these out like oh it's getting quiet let's all read uh comics like you know yeah i think the only thing that you should like as far as like big party stuff goes, is like scheduling food. I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Being like, all right, now we're gonna go get pizza for everyone, and you pay me pizza now, and then we'll do cake afterwards or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's much easier than like trying to be like, all right, everyone, we're gonna dance now, and then we're all gonna talk, and then we're gonna, I don't know, pin the tail on the donkey or something. Like yeah, that. it's yeah. not a wedding. No, you know, you don't have to like <laughs> schedule it like. But there's a reason why birthday parties tend to end with cake and presents, right? Yeah. Like, I remember when I was younger, we'd have bowling birthday parties, and we'd just have, we'd bowl for like an hour, and then it'd be like, oh, time for cake. And then we'd do the presents, and then we'd be like, okay, you got 10 more minutes of bowling, and then you're it. You're, that's you're, it. Done. you're done. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. Um, let's talk about the music, though. I think that was, you brought up dancing. It's really good to bring up the, uh, the bands that, well... The bird brains in general, but yeah. I think even the music that Patrick was putting on, he was like dancing all crazy. He was like he head some, banging with his tongue out. He has some good moves. Yeah, I yeah. feel like you can get if you rewatch this episode, you rewatch it, just the parts where they're dancing, and you just look at each character. Like Sandy was doing like one of these like side to side deals. Yeah, and then like Patrick was like head banging with his tongue out. It was just very odd animations for them, but it was really good, really funny. Because it's just like. It's very obviously like just two frames of them going back and forth. Yeah. Like, boop, 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 like a little flip book. It was good though. And I, I liked the bird brains. I thought they were pretty good. I mean, it was funny how they were able to blast Patchy through the wall, like multiple walls. Yeah. And I didn't even like think, I didn't even remember much of the song until they were like, down, down, yeah. down. And it clicked. To the yeah. bottom of the sea. And like, that's the only part I remembered. And I was like, this is kind of a bop. This is like one of those SpongeBob songs that goes overlooked. Yeah. And I'll put that on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, I bet you could. One of the lyrics, yeah, probably. We'll see what happens. I'm still, I'm on the fence of that's 
of the It's Been Is a Podcast TikTok. The only one way to find out. It's yeah, just it's one more thing that we have to like create content for that we're already struggling as it is. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> uh, but I one of the lyrics really stuck with me is "See Squid Get a Tan," uh, and they're just like butt. watching Squidward like nude sunbathe. But his butt though, he's like pretty thick. Yeah, he got I a little think... bubble butt. Yeah, bubble butt. Another question I had is medicine cabinet. So Larry looks in the medicine cabinet. Do you do that at parties? I don't know. I've done that at certain places. Oh, really? And I think it's only it depends on the people, I guess. And it's less like, ooh, this this person like on any weird medications. It's more like I wonder what's in here. (laughs) Sometimes I'm like, what kind of like toothpaste do you have? Like, I want kind of the same thing. It's just like curiosity. Yeah, Yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm like. I'm not nosy enough to go through your shit, but I'm nosy enough to be like, well, I'm here in the bathroom. I saw something on like Reddit, I think, where sometimes people will put alcohol in their medicine cabinet. Like someone put like a little, like the little shooters and it said, have a free shot on me for looking at my medicine cabinet. Uh, I like to, that. To like catch cool. people who did that. Yeah. But um, I like, I like that idea. There's nothing really cool in my medicine cabinet, but I don't know. I, now, I don't... You, now you got to start putting cool things in there. Yeah, the fascination though is like I I understand it. Like if I was like when Fatima has gone to like a party of like a kind of like a kind of famous person, and she's like, oh, they have a really nice bathroom, and I was like, what was in their medicine cabinet? Like that's something like I would. It's like curious. Like I don't want to steal anything. I just want to know what's in it. Well, and I guess that makes sense. Like just especially a bunch for of like Adderall. fancy people. Yeah, right. If it's like fancy people, they probably keep like some like I don't know. Not so common things, aka just a lot of medication. So, so what small lessons did you get from this episode? Uh, so one of the lessons I learned from actually from Larry when he's like looking in the mirror, he's like, "Oh, you're looking like, uh, like what does he say? Something like you look so you so good, so I can, you can eat you or something like that." Oh yeah, that's so yeah. confidence. Yeah, it's like talking yourself up in the mirror. I don't think enough people do that. You know, I feel like I look in the mirror a lot and either break it, like I mentioned earlier, or just like. <laughs> Look how tired you look. Like, I have a, <laughs> you look how ragged you are. <laughs> I have a really bad habit, and Fatima gives me about it, of, of not looking at myself in the mirror. I look oh. at myself in the mirror like at very specific moments. I will do my hair, and when I do my hair, like that's when I look, and mm-hmm. then I'll brush my teeth. And very like very rarely though do I just stare at my face. And like sometimes I'll leave the house, and then Fatima will be like, "Hey, you have like a, a zit," and I'm like, "Well, why didn't you tell me before I left?" And she's like, "Do you not look at yourself?" And I was like, "No, I don't." I don't look at myself at all. <laughs> I I specifically avoid that. Loving I do that. not want to develop lower <laughs> self esteem. I just want to. I just want to get my hair like oh, hair looks decent, and then I want to brush my teeth, and I want to get out of there. I totally get that though. There's like some mornings where I'm like, I just need to get out of the house. I don't want to see what I look like. I'll throw a hat on. I don't want to worry about how I look. Like I'm just yeah. need to get to work. <laughs> but also with that uh with that same moment, one thing I did. One small lesson I have is I feel like if you're a good host, you should have things in your bathroom because he was like airing out the bathroom. Yeah, uh, I think there should be things in your bathroom, like some poopery if you have it. I've right, never yeah. tried it, but we have like Febreze in our bathroom. Yeah, I got some like air freshener. Yeah, because I've been uh, to like people's places or like I had a roommate once who was like, why are you buying an air freshener for the bathroom? We don't need it. I was like, I don't know how you feel about. Walking into my yeah, like, but I prefer like people to be a little bit like not (laughs) burdened by the smell of my shit. So and then like at a party, 
if you're having a party, there better be extra toilet paper. Oh, there yeah. better be a plunger. And even a toilet brush, I think, is good, too. Because, like, sometimes some people scar stains. the bowl. Yeah. They, they scar the bowl, and it's, it's good to have that you there. You got those Picasso <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it called a Picasso. Picasso poos. Yeah, Picasso poos. That's good. <laughs> no, but, but that was one of the small lessons is, like, accommodate for your guests so that way they do have things in the bathroom for them so they don't have to, like, air it out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's one of those things that I I feel it more like now that we're in a New York apartment. It's smaller. Like, yeah. Yeah. Especially at your house, Josh. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's like right there by the living room. Yeah. If in Josh's house, if you fart in the bathroom, the whole the whole house hears you. A hundred percent. It's impossible to not, <laughs> to not do it. Which I don't know how Josh takes poops in that in that house, but I would have to wait for everyone else to leave. You just own up to it. Yeah, I mean, I guess no so. shame, you know. For me, I get around it by playing music. I just play music. Yeah, I play music. That's how I get so around it. So if people it. Yeah. are like, or at least they're not hearing anything. They're just hearing me. They they know I'm pooping. Yeah. But they know that the music is going, so they don't hear anything. Yeah. I also got like, uh, if you're a guest, like, if you're leaving and like everyone else is leaving, like, help clean up a little bit. Like, when I saw SpongeBob Sadness at the end, like, it was like oh, a complete trash. disaster. Like, I, I get, like, I've been to a couple parties or I've hosted parties where like people don't clean up, but that's because I'm like, oh, don't do that. I'll do it in the morning. You know, yeah. it's fine. But or like, you're all too wasted to care. Exactly. Right. But if you're like, you're pretty sober and stuff, but you have like plates or like cups and stuff, I think it's nice just to like toss it away or put it in the sink or something, you know? Yeah. Another small lesson I got was with the police when SpongeBob's locked out. It's uh, don't worry about people being mad that they aren't invited. Yeah. Because there's a reason they weren't invited and they know deep down they know. And if they don't know, then it's maybe it is your bad. Maybe you forgot to invite them, but then you just invite them next year. Yeah. Like, I feel like if people are making a big deal that they weren't invited to your party, there's probably a reason they weren't. Exactly. There's probably like a deep seated thing there. Well, it's also yeah. kind of like bad taste to be like, oh, well, I didn't hear that you were throwing a party. Why? Why didn't I wasn't blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's like. like if it really like offends, like if it's your best friend, you're like, oh, I didn't get invited to this party. Maybe you can't ask them. Yeah. But it's one of those things like some people don't get invited to certain parties just because of other people. Well, it's like, like what, you, what you brought up too. It's like different social circles. Like it mm-hmm. might be having a party and like you don't not going to invite everyone that you know to a certain party if it's like old work friends and stuff like that. Like that doesn't make a ton of sense. So or like even like with like my birthday, like the karaoke birthday, there's people like sometimes I don't want to invite people who can actually sing. Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't like them, but just like I don't want to be in a room with people who can actually sing. Or flexing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or even like not even that, or even people like, oh, they have their music taste is completely different than mine. Yeah. So like it would be fun to have them there, but like I don't want to be listening to some Taylor Swift bullshit unironically. Or a bunch of musicals playing. Yeah. Yeah. That's although some musicals I would do, but again, it's, it's, it's oh, we're going to do karaoke. We're going to put on uh, some EDM or something. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have any lyrics. I don't know. Um, but yeah, with the police, when they were like, oh, you didn't invite us, I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I also got another lesson from the police is uh, so we bring up a lot is like, don't kink shame. When they saw SpongeBob with the uh, bunny outfit and he's trying to yeah. break in, it, it was like, oh, that's probably good how he gets his sick kicks. I'm like, yeah. well, if he wants to wear that bunny outfit, I don't condone, condone furries. But, I was about to say, I was like, fucking hypocrite. You're I don't condone it, but still, it's still a lesson is don't kink shame unless you're a furry. <laughs> and then you need to examine your life because something's wrong. Or not. Ready for this party wumbo lesson? Oh, yeah. Party, party wumbo lesson. All right. So 
again, it's always so weird after going through a bunch of guests to be like, not have to talk to someone else, be like, oh, what did you get for your jumbo lesson this week? So I can't yeah, steal like, from it this time, which sucks. Pawn off anything. Yeah. So um, I'll go first just so that way. Out it, of good faith. Yeah. Out of I'm, good I'm faith. I'm glad. Right. Um, and I think it is pretty simple. And what I got is just like, um, parties can be simple. It can be as simple as you just like cracking up in a couple beers, like with the friends and stuff. As I think it's more important to enjoy the company that you're with. Um, instead of trying to make it like this big over the top, like situation where like event, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, like I don't go to parties and remember like, oh, all that stuff was cool that they did. I remember like, oh, I had a really good conversation with this person, or I had a lot of like a really fun time spending time with all these people. And I think that's that's what like you should take out of like having parties and stuff. Oh yeah, like I definitely think, especially coming from like the college days, I used to just invite people coming from Arizona to New York. I used to just invite people in Arizona just because we had the room. Why yeah. not? Why not invite more people? Why not invite my coworkers? Why not invite Fatima's friends? Why not invite my friends? Why not invite, you know, people I knew from high school and like stuff like that because you have the room there. But now moving to New York, it's like, well, why am I inviting all these extraneous people that like some of them, like I don't like, I don't think they're going to have a good time. Like, yeah. and it's not that I don't care about them. It's like, I don't care about them as much as other people are. They don't text me like every other day yeah. or something like that, you know? Yeah. No, I think so too. I think it, it's, again, I think when you want to look like you're cool or like you're like a fun host or something like that, it's easy to get lost in all the like spectacle of it all. So oh, yeah. What'd you get? Mine was, again, this is such a simple episode. So yeah. I was trying to find like a slightly different version than just like, Go with the flow. Do a good party. Mine was make cool friends and you'll have cool parties. Oh, you, I like and that. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Because I've said this before when I try to group mix people and like like mingle social circles. It's just I have friends that I feel like are going to go out of their way to talk to other people. And the ones that don't go out of their way to talk to other people are going to spend a good amount of their time with one person talking and having a, a decent time. They're not going to be rude or whatever. I do have shy friends who maybe would prefer not to be in a big group of people. Yeah. They'll either avoid the party completely, which all power to them, or they're going to, they're going to come for a little bit, spend time with me and then leave. Yeah. And I don't mind being that, that, I mean, that's my job as the host to be the life vest for them. Right. <laughs> so if I'm going to stop by and I'll be like, Hey, like Josh, thank you for coming. I feel like um, you might, if you're like, I'm going to bounce because it's just too much, too many people. I'm like, that's cool. Here's one person I want to introduce you to. You just talk it out with them for a little bit. I'll be back. Got to tend to my other hostly duties and then come back. And I'm like, cool, Josh, thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with like, as a guest, not wanting to stay for super long. Like as long as you like, I think the thought is there that you mm -hmm. showed up and yeah. Like showed face basically. And then sometimes, and the way I kind of do things, it's like sometimes I want you at the party just because there's other people I think you'd really enjoy hanging out with. Mm -hmm. And it's because you haven't met them yet or we haven't had time. And like the party is like a good excuse to get all the people there. Yeah. You know, like there's people that I, I'm like, oh, like, well, I play D&D &D with this person. And, um, oh, this person lives in Brooklyn, but because they live in Brooklyn, like they're not going to come hang out with all of us to do like, D and D stuff, but 
you have you a birthday party. Well, you have like a birthday whole birthday party, and then people show up, and yeah, you know, maybe they do want to play D anD D, or maybe they start their own thing, or they again, like, it's a good excuse to get people who wouldn't usually come out to come out. Yeah, and I feel like that's what parties are kind of for. And, well, and then it, maybe you can get new friendships out of it. And it makes sense what you said, like having interesting friends. So that way, interesting people meet other interesting people. And yeah, yeah it's easy to talk make a friends. Lot. Like, yeah. I have friends that do like a lot of, like they're just outgoing. Mm-hmm. And those friends are going to help me carry the party forward. Yeah. You know? And I don't have to worry about people not having a good time. Because if I feel like if you have a bunch of friends and maybe some people aren't having a good time and it might be the friends that you've put them with, you yeah. know? So maybe some of the friends that you have aren't as fun as you think they are. You yeah, know? You, just, if, you just made a weird environment, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, and I feel like that's a really good way to weed out friends. You know, yeah. Like, oh, I put all these friends together and like, it was really awkward when Josh did this. Then I may like, maybe Josh shouldn't be hanging around us. It's know? like Survivor. And you yeah. Come off the island. Yeah. <laughs> And again, parties don't, <laughs> parties don't have to be that like intense, but like it is a good way to like figure out what friends are cooler friends and what friends are like, and I mean cooler as in better friends for you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Healthier relationships, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's good. definitely friends that have been multiple parties that I've been like, mm, yeah, you're not coming back next year. <laughs> oh, you're like your attitudes and stuff. Yeah. 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 You're, you're real downer. Yeah. You're a real party pooper SpongeBob. <laughs> but. You know, for this being like a short little suite, I think it did touch on a lot. I feel like we don't like even on the podcast, don't really talk about parties and stuff that much. And yeah. I feel like that's not really a topic of conversation conversation I have with people. So it's mm-hmm. nice to like kind of talk about it and like get that perspective from SpongeBob. Mainly get all my gripes out about people not introing other people at parties. Oh, 100 percent. That was all this was just your excuse to rant about it. I just want people it, again. That should have been my big lesson introduce other people at parties <laughs> this introduce is it. yourself this is the and bonus if, one it, I, even then like i don't even think introducing yourself is a big deal i think i think the host should be introducing you well, if think... you're like at a networking event introduce yourself then it's your <laughs> problem yeah but if you're a host and you're inviting your friends over they every friend should at least have heard someone else's name once you're yeah. like oh this is omar oh this is josh i'm sorry i'm gonna stop josh i'm gonna stop <laughs> this, I'm yeah, I'm gonna cut you off. It's yeah, yeah. You're just it's, gonna go on for another ten minutes. I'm gonna go on. I could, I could do a whole podcast on just me reiterating the same exact. You know what point. really grinds my gears? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna do a whole bonus episode with just me being like, "Here's this party where this person did introduce me to so and so." You just start calling out people one by one. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna post it on the the internet, like a master shame it's wall like a, on the internet. Yeah, shame wall, like your burn book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for everyone to to post on. <laughs> Josh Hemo did not introduce me to so and so at this party on this date. What a piece He's of a sh- piece of sh- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh if you want to send us some things like suggestions or comments on how you uh haven't been introduced at a party or how other people have been pieces of sh- to you. Yeah. Or what your craziest party experience was. Yeah. Or you yeah. just want to talk to us about SpongeBob, you can do so at ismainasapodcast.com or email us at ismainasapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Also, be sure to share with your friends and your enemies and to comment on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and I don't think you can comment on Spotify, but... You can't, but you can listen on Spotify and then leave yeah. comments somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, subscribe, you know? Yeah. We 
we really like hearing the good and bad things that we do. You exactly. Know? That's how we get better, harder, better, faster, stronger. <laughs> thank you, Kanye. <laughs> I've definitely made this. Oh, Kanye, Daft Punk, thank you. Okay, but. I've definitely like... made that joke before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made it last week. Either oh, well. way. <laughs> uh, before we go, I want to play a wonderful flute solo for you, Josh. Oh, I'm so excited. I know you've been practicing. All right, ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> 